Hey, what's going on, you guys? I'm Ernesto Ledesma. Welcome back to Who's That Cat? Today I'm out here in Riverside. I hit a, a mic. It's pretty dope. Uh, dope people. I'm right here with some local comics. Um, right here with my good buddy, uh, yeah. Juan Cias. Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm said Juan Cias. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm from the Inland Empire. The Thank I. you. Thank you. All right. And we got another one. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm uh, Alec Damani from the heart of the IE, Riverside. Um, yeah, hello. I'm also here with this other guy. I'm Danny. Sorry, I'm Danny Frank. We're out here on a rooftop. It's a very beautiful and magical night. All right, man. You guys have all, you guys have all pretty much been hitting comedy pretty hard around here lately. For a while now, for a while. You've been doing it for a long time, Juan. Like, how long have you been doing it? Not too long, but I, I just hit three years. So three years? That's, yeah, like, yeah. a lot longer than I have. So, yeah, looks, yeah. and you've recently, like, I would say, like, when, I remember when I first started, like, you started getting just a bunch of momentum, and now you just kill it all the time. Yeah, thanks, man. You know? I this guy's, good. yeah, you get some great sets. Hell yeah, thanks, man. I feel like I've been, just practice, man, just, just coming from the heart, you know? Yeah. And just. Do you think yeah. it's easier now? I feel I, I'm more confident now. More, not, I wouldn't say it's easier. I just feel a lot more confident. Like I've just learned a little bit more how to like read the rooms and just feel, just just kind of get gauge and everything. So yeah, I feel I just feel more confident now. Well, yeah. dude, that's fucking that's dope. What about you, Alec? Hello. I just hit three years last month. Nice. You guys both like three years. Yeah, and it's um, it's fun. Like, I can't, I don't know what I'd do without it, but it definitely did get a lot easier, I feel like. Oh, you felt like it actually got easier. It yeah. got easier, yeah, like, just being on stage, stage presence, and, yeah. and just being on stage, it got a hell of a lot easier, but not when it comes, like, coming up with material, I still wish I could, like, I fucking... It's still as hard, there. like, how do you, what's yeah. your writing process when you come out with material? You Do you use things that happen in real life, or do you think of stuff, and you're like, sit down, you sit down, and you try to get uh, jokes on certain um, topic? I usually use like just random shit that I come up with or yeah, dumb shit that happens to me or that I see. Like as I'm, I watch everything. So it's like I usually it's shit I see, but I never really write. I'll just write the headline like and then I work it out on stage. Like I don't I work shit out through mics. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like I don't like it's it's all just on the fly, kind of like I can't fucking write for some reason. Yeah, I uh, try like every time I, have I try. Same problem. I have that same problem. Yeah, I, like, I try to put pen to paper and like, okay, I'll, I have this idea. Like, where can I go? It doesn't work. And then if I just go up there and I'm like, all right, I want to do this. Like, explore. Yeah, nice. Um, and you run, uh, you and William Henderson. He's not here, but you guys do the a, uh, a mic at the improv, huh? Yeah. Um, it's fun. It's growing. Yeah, it's, it's like two years now, or a year and a half. Year and a half. It's yeah. growing. We don't ever get to do fucking time. Like I wish it would grow. I wish it would give us more time. Oh yeah, so you guys do time off top. Yeah, like, see, you guys are generous because you guys give as much time as you can to comics. Yeah, that's why I talk shit on everybody almost because it's like <laughs> fuck you guys. Like I'm not getting any real time. And um and uh fucking Juan, you. Actually, I'm gonna bring it back to Juan because he runs a uh, open mic too in San Bernardino, right? Yeah, the the marquee. Me and Tito run that you one. Tito, Tito Flores. Tito uh, Flores. Yeah, we run that one. Uh, but 
I guess in answer, I don't know if, if I should answer that question that you asked him in regards to writing and all that shit. I, I don't know. I, I yeah, I write, but I don't do too much of it. I should write more than I than I than I am. But uh, yeah, a lot of shit free flowing. When it comes to me, I write, sit down, start writing shit down and shit like that. And uh, yeah, yeah, good stuff. Do you think it's easier for you when you write or when you go up on stage and just kind of wing it? I think it's better for for me. I like I'm I'm okay with writing. I've always been a, a, a really decent writer, uh, so. I always find it better to just write something out and then just trying to see if I can remember doing it on stage because that's the other big part is having to fucking because you write it out. It's just when you're up there, it's just having to remember the shit that you wrote out. Yeah. And like and how like and then it, so it's just when I write, it's just I, I just I'm, I'm capturing the general idea, but it's basically when I'm up on stage, it's basically how it's going to be executed. Like a lot of times, I'll just write something and it'll be completely different on the stage. Yeah. But it's all kind of the same vibe and it works out a lot better on stage than it did like on pen and paper. You know. It's interesting that you say that. I feel like I'm almost the opposite way where sometimes uh, I'll write it out really like intricately on uh, like on paper and then when I go on there, I basically just take the general idea of the joke, like basically what's funny, and I just mess around with the words till eventually I get something that I like, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to bring it back to you over here. Yeah, go for it, man. Um, and then comedy, how long have you been doing comedy? Uh, definitely the odd man out. I've only been doing it for like nine months. It'll be ten months on uh, nice. the 14th. It's, uh, yeah. I'm still a newborn like a baby. Newborn I'm still giraffe. not quite sure when I do well. Yeah. But you still have that baby smell, you know? A little bit. Still got, what is it, smegma? Or uh, no, that's something else. Placenta, it's placenta. How do you feel that, because you say that like it's like a bad thing. You're like, oh, I'm like so new. Do you feel that way? Do you feel like it's a bad thing or do you? It's not a bad thing. I mean, everybody's got to start somewhere. And I mean, the thing is, um, I guess what matters is just that willingness to keep going, you know, and right now. I'm at a point where I just can't imagine stopping and I'm starting to enjoy it more, starting to feel a little more control with what I'm doing. But I mean, if you look at everything I did a couple months ago, even like a month ago, two months ago, you know, like is definitely um, immature for lack of a better term. It's <laughs> yeah. maturing now. Definitely. Like uh, I dude, remember me? I just, uh, uh, yeah, I had yeah. Yeah. Oh, I used to I'm not gonna lie There was There was sometimes I used to think like Oh this kid's not gonna make it like, <laughs> Oh man This kid's not gonna make it and you, Dude uh, you fucking you, Yo you surprised I me I remember though. one time And then It was like It was like the first time That I got Alex approval <laughs> I, Or that I remember We were walking down here In this alley And then I, he was just like Hey dog And then he just And he went like that And I was like Oh, oh sweet And then he was like <laughs> You're growing a lot man And I was like Oh I'm doing it that's when I was like, all right, maybe I don't suck. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, you fucking. And then that move to LA you made was a huge jump. I commend you for that shit. I'm not uh, doing that. Yeah. I'm not like I can't do that shit. If I you feel you it, can. You you can all do that. Well, I mean, I can, but I, <laughs> I, I like I don't want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like my car is small as fuck. Uh, let's uh, <laughs> let's bring back to this guy real quick, uh, Danny. Um, so what's your writing process like? Do you sit there and write on a topic or do you kind of just like riff and wing it on stage? And try I mean, at this point, it is evolving. I think I'm still learning what my preferred process is, but I've done a lot of experimenting. Uh, I definitely do write and that's part of the process. But kind of like what Juan said, like you really don't know what is going to connect until you're out there trying it. And as you're trying it, you start to pick up on little things that might work. 
ideas come from you know here and there sometimes a comic like Juan has given me some good advice that helped out in a bit that I did yeah Juan has given me so much advice He's all of you guys really yeah Juan is like the sage right now for me um but yeah I mean a lot of the stuff I'm doing lately which seems to be working better actually happened like um I had this bit that I did last night that's basically a story about me going to a massage parlor years ago. Oh, yeah. Years ago when I was younger. Dude, I did that like a year ago. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying years ago it happened. And it was the oldest Asian lady with the softest skin. That's how it always is, right? It's <laughs> like it's either someone's <laughs> Asian mother or grandmother. Yeah, she was or 78. Her, her hands were 18. <laughs> maybe younger. Her, I mean hand, her hands felt underage. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's a horrible, that's a horrible thing. Yeah. It no. all really depends on your imagination, no, I guess. You're going to get into it. <laughs> But uh, you were saying, <laughs> sorry, um, yeah, but you were the realer, uh, I guess the realer it is, the funnier it is, you think? Somewhat. I mean, there's a lot of funny in pain. Um, like, I didn't know how to start this joke off. And then the other week, I uh, actually did ask a girl out for the first time in like 12 months and uh, or nearly 12 months. And it did not work out. And uh, I got friend zone super fast. But had that not happened, I would not have the beginning of my joke, which seems to work out. Yeah. Um, nice. So in a good way, in a weird way, it worked so out. So if anything, ladies, if you're listening, keep breaking up with him. He loves it. <laughs> no. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but no, uh, it might make it to the act. Um, yeah. Juan. It's, it's, it's at that point, it's just a numbers game, bro. Just, <laughs> you just put it out there a lot. And then lower your standards dramatically. Like that's what I did. I mean, fuck it. Just <laughs> when you're when you're down, your chips. You know, the chips are out. Just fuck it. Just yeah, reach for whatever's near you. You know, <laughs> that's the way I fucking roll, dude. Classic, then, classic move. Yeah. Classic and then move. as you, as you start getting like I found like with with other dudes like as they get pussy, even from the ugly fat chicks, like it steps up with every fat chick. Like it's just a little bit better. The next thing you know, uh, you're banging a fucking. Yeah. yeah yeah exactly and uh, afterwards yeah. she's just chubby and then all of a sudden she's yeah. working on it and then she's fit and then you got yourself a dime and the next thing you know yeah you're, you're like banging Ann flag or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i just want to say it that he, he, the confidence. Yeah. He, he called her a dime she's a dime <laughs> she's cool uh it, it does build confidence i think i do know exactly what you're talking about i think that happens I, it's always I'm always surprised at how somebody just starts right off like their first I think some people have their first girlfriend and she's really attractive and that just sets the tone for their whole <laughs> the yeah. whole thing you know what I mean yeah, and then they that. just get like super attractive women the whole time my first girlfriend wasn't that attractive um, now she is I'm like damn she grew up and got cute but she like I started I started my like my standards started low at a low point so it's like I can only go up from here. Smart, um, smart, <laughs> smart, bro. Like showing up late to the first day of class, like they'll they'll yeah, expect it every yeah. time. So when you yeah. show up on when you show up on time, it's like oh, they really appreciate it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Was uh, what about you? Your first girlfriend, hot or not? My first <laughs> girlfriend. Uh, I didn't even know if we could count it as a relationship or as a girlfriend. It was like a week and a half. Not so good. In middle school. It was in high with the end of high school. I was eighteen. Oh, okay. A um, little bit of a late bloomer. I was pretty ambiguous and just didn't. Racial, ambiguous. Racially ambiguous. Yeah, I mean, I've always you been were racially ambiguous. I've always I mean, been ethnically ambiguous, I, depending wait, wait, on who wait, you talk to. What are you? 
Well, what, what do you think I am? I'm gonna go say I'm gonna say uh, I want to say Ecuadorian and Nicaraguan. I am. Go on. I'm gonna say uh, Italian. It, it is Italian. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna go with Hispanic. Oh, Alec wins. I am Mexican <laughs> and Spanish mostly. Okay. Um, I mean, there's a lot more in there, but we don't need to get into that. It's Spanish and Mexican. I identify with Mexican. Nice. And then uh, I don't even know how we got on the topic of you being Mexican right now. Were well, we talking about the I'm first? A little high. It's all good. We were talking about my first girlfriend. Oh yeah, late bloomer. Being a late okay, bloomer. Yeah, yeah. She was cute. Uh, she was nah. a bit troubled. <laughs> She Why? showed up the first time. One of those that got molested, like as a kid, and then now it's like your fault. That I don't know, <laughs> but all I know is the first time we <laughs> hung out, she showed up um, drunk. That's messed up. Hit two of my buddies' trash cans with her Thunderbird. I think it was old and green. That should have been your first, like your first red flag. She she drove a Thunderbird. You you won me at Thunderbird. Like <laughs> yeah, Thunderbird. yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, you know, if you look at my history of relationships there's been more red flags in the fall of vietnam and it never really seemed to <laughs> okay. bug me too much okay i didn't know what i was in for you know uh it was a great time first time we hooked up was also the first time i ever got drunk um my head ended up in a wall are, are you describing vietnam or your relationship right now? yeah yeah it seems <laughs> like the vietnam of course no the first uh relationship and then it, it was a really weird thing i forget why <laughs> it ended one, i love it but I think she was tired of me. And then like a week or two later, I found out she was hooking up with some guy down the street from the house that we hooked up in. Wait, so you guys, she didn't live in the house you guys hooked up in? You said it like... It was a strange thing. I, it was my buddies <laughs> were all renting someone else's house. They were all like four or five years older than me. It was essentially like their animal house. And you, and you fucked there? Yeah, it was a strange story. My friend uh, and Rob... And she, she fucked down the street from there or at that house, you said? More red flags, yeah. <laughs> at that house? She fucked at the house I was at. She was for sure fucking one of the dudes yeah. other, at that house as well. She had to Sorry, I didn't mean to break it to you, but... Maybe, but I doubt it. I mean, I met her completely outside of that house. They were all surprised as hell when I brought her over. Was this, like, around frat houses? No, this was literally in a residential home that five drunks were renting. Okay, and it sounds like she was drunk dick hopping. Maybe, I don't know. Sounds like just... Don't judge me. I'm not, judging, <laughs> I'm not judging you, I'm judging her. Yeah, you didn't Thank do you. it. Either way, it sounds like love. I mean, yeah, either way, I'm not judging anybody. Sometimes obviously. you got a dick ride drunk. Yeah. What? Now, here's a really weird moment, though. I mean, uh, I always credit my friend Rob. He laid out... Uh, he was in the process of moving out, so he let me use his room. There's literally nothing but an ottoman, a love seat, and a single plate that he lit a candle on. He and did that for he you? He did that that's for me. That's a homie. That's a real. <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that's, that's homie love right there, bro. That's, <laughs> hell yeah. That's yeah, romantic, no, he, like splitting the bully. <laughs> Tell me you fucked on the ottoman. Ottoman sex is the best shit ever. Tell me you I fucked did, on the plate. It was great, but it was also the first time I got drunk. I slipped while trying to you know switch positions and i ended up with my head literally in their wall like wow. i busted a hole in their wall and immediately she stopped me and said you know we got to stop you're not okay right now i was all game yeah the but damage is done you can't un let's you can't keep going already got a concussion like let me get a nut now you're already gonna have to do drywall and work. i didn't 
and that just kind of set up the yeah. tone for the, the rest. Damage is done. Let's just fucking get this shit out. Like, <laughs> right? And if it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. If it's like, if you're that drunk and it's gonna be, you're gonna be a while. She's probably doing that for herself. She's probably like, oh, this is my out. Like, <laughs> let's, let's go ahead. <sighs> you guys are so good at pulling my self-esteem right back down. <laughs> yeah, that's, well, that's what we do. For a moment. That's what we do. You'll find that on nine months in, is it? I remember when I was nine months in. <laughs> good. To, no, that's, that's hard. That's so stupid. <sighs> Man, hang in there, man. You're on your way. You're on your way. Yeah, yeah. Thank right. you. Um, Thank you. Pass it up to Alec right now. Alec, um, you went up today. How do you feel about your set? We pretty much all went up today, but how do you feel about your set? Um, I didn't. It was all right. It was kind of trash, actually. I did what I, I worked out what I wanted to work out. I really just wanted to work on one bit, um, which didn't fucking go that well. <laughs> 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 like it was it was one of the the lower halves of my set and i was like oh fuck that's fucking fun but it's like i know the bit's good i just need to fucking you need to work find the I angle to, like yeah work it out like there's because there's a lot of few different angles i've taken and i just need to find that fucking i think i know which one you're talking about as well uh the water fountain yeah yeah <laughs> yeah like it's uh, like it it's fair, funny. yeah. I and there's I've done like some mics I've done it at and, like it hits really good, and then it's just like some mics it's just not there, and it makes me mad. Then um, William went up before you. I always seem like it feels like every time you guys get like Bro, you guys are that. on on deck right after each other. I was just saying that because the last when we did fucking um, <laughs> the hideaway last <laughs> Tuesday, same shit. Will was on. Will was up, and then I was on deck. Like, yeah, I feel like I see that a lot. Ever since the mic. <laughs> yeah, it's like Dude, destiny. It's, it's like I can't get away from that fucking cracker. <laughs> nah, I fucks with Will though. How much? Um, how much? Uh, I guess. Do you think uh, you <laughs> you've changed since the first time that you did a set till now? A lot, like in specifically what? Like, did you know how to write jokes right off the bat? Do you um, think? kind of. Like, I I had an idea of the structure of it, like how it should have gone, and then I was more so learning how more so. <laughs> more that, so. that is a word. That's a word. It was it was more so just learning like performing it on stage and shit, like, like stage persona. Cause dude, I used to pace around like a crackhead <laughs> on stage. I used to be all over Whoa, the fucking place. Whoa, that's interesting. Cause you, you're like one of those guys that you could just like stand still. You yeah, know what I mean? it's weird that you it, used to pace around. Yeah, bro, I it's, I cannot imagine Alec like, just like walking back and forth. I like, think as like another like as your other like stereotype like or like the urban comics were just yeah can you like i don't see that like you're Bro, very it, yeah. it, no it's weird because i wasn't i didn't have like that energy i had the same energy but i was just like pacing like there's an old ass video on my youtube from the improv mic like before i was running it three minutes i probably lapped that stage a dozen times um what about you dude from the first time that you started comedy to the set like the first set you ever did to today tonight's set how do you think you did um first set was horrible horrible <laughs> horrible horrible i didn't know quite what i was doing i'd been a fan of comedy forever i thought i knew then i went up there and i forgot everything <laughs> i told the story out of order i forgot jokes what those mean what they are uh, i remember aaron explained to me afterward you know how 
your to first do comedy. Time, your first time going up was right here in Riverside? Yeah, my first time ever oh, was shit. at the Hideaway over here. I'm just um, going to say, this is like a great place for people to start doing comedy because you guys are all super nice, you know what I mean? And super supportive. You guys, this is a pretty good scene that you guys have cultivated here. So you're, It is I, pretty cool, yeah, actually. Yeah, it's super nice. I, that's why I always come back down. You guys are fucking... I love it. You know what I mean? Like a family. Nigga, you still are one of us. Yeah, I mean, I'm coming. I, what do you mean? I'm just saying. Mr. L.A. comic. I'm saying, I'm saying, like, it's great for him to, you know what I mean, grow here. It's cool. I well, love thank it. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's been a fun journey. There's a lot of cool people. It's <laughs> supportive now. Um, at first, I definitely didn't feel like I knew what I was doing. I was like, then when I started writing jokes, they're all weird and hacky and didn't quite understand it. But I feel like I'm connecting now and. I'm not really sure what accounts for it other than just keep persistence. You keep doing it and somehow you grow. All right, Juan. Um, oh, Juan, how do you feel like your first set, like compare your first set to today's set? I've, like, I've grown a lot, but I, like, I'll be honest, my first set actually went really fucking good. <laughs> like, it went really <laughs> good. <laughs> like, my, my, like, I, I wrote a lot, and like, I rehearsed that shit for like fucking like weeks before I ever went out. You went in there with an hour? Like, first? like, and I had like, no, I had like five minutes written out, and it was that first time was at Flappers Burbank on a weekend. Nice. I never forget, it was uh, Frank Cronin that was hosting, the, 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 uh, a super nice guy. And I didn't know like like the rules and shit. They just kind of said, "All right," and they, and I, they threw me up there. And I was like, it was through I think a uh, comedy bureau. I saw like I said uh-huh. three to five minutes. So I was like, okay, cool. I got five minutes ready. And so like I'm going up there and doing my time. And, like this is before I did any mortuary shit because I like I didn't want to do mortuary oh, shit. material. What did you do? What I was just do? doing generational differences, talking about porn and like and like you know just fucking <laughs> and how like that that's <laughs> that's, that's led to like slutty women and how we didn't have that growing up. <laughs> and 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 it, but um it, it went really well, dude. And like. I never forget what like they gave me the light. I didn't know what the fuck that was, and so I was like, "What does that mean?" I literally stopped myself. I was like, "What does that mean?" And they were just like, "That means you're done." And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I kept going. <laughs> I just, I again, when I kept you going, it got a huge fucking laugh because I was like, "Oh, okay." And I just kept fucking just going because I didn't, I didn't hear her when she said like, "You're done." Um, and it fucking when I got off, dude, the dude was like, you know, like how many times have you done it? I told him my first time, and everyone just like erupted, and it was like, <laughs> it was it was a great experience ever since then. Like I've just been going back, and it's been well, uh, it's been cool, man. I hate it. I hate it. It was dude. Cool, my man. first time was horrible. That's <laughs> amazing. That's an amazing story. So I guess, I guess some people are just chosen, bro. You were it just chosen. Good. It was good, man. I was you happy. Just chosen. I'm grateful. I'm That's grateful. Great. Um. Uh. <laughs> let's see. Who do you think? Uh, who do you think was your biggest influences in comedy? Like no shit. Like uh, honestly, my my first the first time I like, I like I thought like oh shit I think I want to do this was Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Fucking Bill Cosby, dude. Bill Cosby himself. I remember watching that that special with my dad. Like I remember having to get up to pee like so many times because <clears throat> I kept fucking laughing like to the point where I had like I had to pee. Wow. Like and, and after that. Once I like that was my first like kind of like experience like you know do you remember like the uh, joke like a specific oh dude joke? yeah dude the fucking like I remember almost that whole thing dude like just it was brilliant like the fucking the the dentist bit you know him going to the dentist the mouth numb and he's just like you know he's drooling and he's just, and he's just I can't recreate it because he just does that he just and just yeah. <laughs> and it just and the the bit about his. Uh, him raising his child and shit, you know, like him as a sports, you know, person, you know, just playing football and oh, shit. Like and like at the very I've end, never, you know, I've never watched the. Cosby. It's so fucking good. Yeah, at the end, he's like, "Hi, mom." It's like dude, that 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 whole thing was just brilliant, man. 
but then after that, as I started growing up, like more George Carlin, fucking for me, dude, also Doug Stanhope. Now more Stanhope. recently, like, like contemporary, like now, I didn't know him too much when I was younger, but yeah, dude, I would say Carlin was. He's a, a legend, one. dude. Oh yeah, I fucking love my hands down my favorite living comedian now, Stanhope. Fucking love him. Yeah, yeah. All right, what about Alec? Alec, your mom's favorite black guy, Damani. Um, <laughs> Nah, it's it's Domini now until after the tenth, <laughs> according to the improv fire. No, um, dude, I don't know. I'd say I'd have to say like Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Yeah, probably good. like, and it wasn't even the specials. It was like watching the Chappelle show and his like little in between. Oh yeah. Skits and shit. I was like, yo, this shit looks tight. It's fucking, dude. How fucking great was that show? Do you did you watch wait like wait for the episodes like every week? Nigga, I had the whole box set. Yeah, but I, like I mean, like, who yeah, doesn't? You know yeah, <laughs> but yeah, every every week I was like, it was it was that and Dragon Ball Z. Like it was <laughs> just like two like two completely opposite. His biggest comedy influences is uh, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. No, yeah, like yeah. Dragon Ball Z wasn't even the influence, but it was like that's no. the shit I would look forward to. Is like oh, Dave Chappelle yeah. show and then fucking Dragon Ball I Z. I fucking relate so hard to that. And I was like hell yeah! I was like this shit is so fucking tight. And then. Like, it was always in the back of my head, like, oh, I could go on, like, I want to go on stage and, like, talk to people, like, and it, it was never, like, a full form thought of, like, oh, comedy, like, but it was always, like, I want to go on stage and talk to people, like, Chappelle and shit, and then I started working at the improv, and, uh... Um, oh, you did that before you started comedy? Yeah, I started comedy, like, the improv job and comedy started, like, right around the same time. Um, like, I was, I was working there, and, like, I would see... Like, people think, like, oh, you go to the improv, it's just all fucking big headliners and shit. No, you see a lot of up-and-coming, like, comics that are struggling and niggas that are getting booked because of their friends. And I was like, so I was just seeing dudes that are going up there bombing at the improv and, and just like, like... I could do it better Yeah, I'm like, I was, I'm, I'm just like, I could do, like, not bombing, but they're like, like, they're, they're not doing that great. And I'm like, I could do this shit. For, like, I could for sure do this shit. And then Dick. fucking Gil and, like, Gil, who got me the job at the improv, he was like, oh, he like, you could do. Too? Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? He was like, you could, he was like, oh, you could fucking go to the open mic with me. I was like, all it's right. Weird. Spicy Gil. I always, uh, I always read it at spi- as Spicky Gil. Spicky Gil? <laughs> Gil? <laughs> Dude, where did you learn how <laughs> no, to no. read? Bro? No, no, I'm just fucked up. <laughs> I fucking love Gil. That's weird. I didn't know he worked there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right, wait. Other than um, Dave Chappelle, what other comics do you you would say? Um, Hannibal. Hannibal. Hannibal, because that's a nigga that he's. We have a similar style. Yeah. And because people used to always tell me, "Oh, you need more energy. Like, if you're gonna do it, you gotta have more energy on stage." And you were like, "What?" Yeah. And I would always, yeah, like, like Hannibal. Like, I would watch Hannibal before I started doing it and shit. And then, like, I was like, "Well, Hannibal Burst, fucking." Has my same demeanor, and this nigga has specials and movies yeah. and shit. I was like, so yeah. B. Danny, comedy influences? Uh, there's a lot. Like I said, I've been watching comedy for a long time. Way, way, way longer than I ever really considered doing it. But I mean, Dave Chappelle's Killing Him Softly was definitely a fucking amazing special. Yeah. And then uh, I remember watching Sinbad and Louis Anderson growing up, and they were awesome. Sinbad, yeah, you watched like uh, you watched like old ones. Like I never got into like the old. They ones. were new when yeah. I was watching them. Yeah. Well, how old are you? How old are you? Thirty-one. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, I'm very youthful, but now I'm thirty-one. He just looks like a, like a chubby twenty-one-year-old. Thank you. I'll take <laughs> it. 
<laughs> but yeah, I mean, so I remember watching all those specials. Uh, those stick out. Dana Gould, definitely huge, huge thing that I want to aspire to. His first album, Funhouse, was amazing. And then I remember just seeing people like Mark Marin killed it. I saw him at a festival once. I saw. Oh, what festival was that? Like a comedy festival? It was what the f- or no? It was Fuck Yeah Fest, and it was when it was still called Fuck Yeah Fest before it became FYF. And um, he was performing, and I randomly caught him while I was like wandering around by myself. And he had a whole set on disappointing your parents and li- poor life choices. And you were like, "Oh yeah, I can relate so hard I, right now." Yeah, really. Yeah. And then like. You know, the thing that sticks out of my mind was uh, when I started to really think that maybe I could do it. And bear in mind, it still took another year before I even, maybe even longer. That whole year were you writing? No, not at all. What the fuck? Yeah, even like up until the point I tried it, I mean, I I wrote it 20 minutes before I tried it. And I was like on the steps over here in Riverside. Yeah. I practiced it once in front of my friend and And totally missed it. Yeah, he gave me the okay and I went. It's good. Whatever. But, uh, uh, so if there's any noise, sorry about there's like a train. fucking train. It's uh, I think it's going to Auschwitz. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I'm horrible. <laughs> yeah. We're on a rooftop, so there's going to be noise. You guys deal with it. This is the real world. We're bringing it to you raw like your prom date. Yeah. Well, yeah. From the street. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weakest. Bow, bow, bow. I would probably, uh, I can't bark. I'm too high to bark right now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. Like, um, I remember the one guy that really got in my mind that you could work it out was honestly Tony Hinchcliffe, and it was I was at the comedy store either on Thanksgiving or like Christmas Eve, and again I was like solo, and it was it's a different vibe when you go there on like holidays. Yeah. Um, alone. very alone. A <laughs> lot of comics, but the, everyone people, seems though. alone. I feel like nobody goes there in a group on the holidays. Do they? I've never, been the, I've never been to the store on a holiday. I just remember, like, I had, like, a couple days off in a row. And I sat there for, like, three nights in a row watching him work out this joke about having new neighbors and uh, being included in a group text. And I saw him do it, like, f- like, three different ways each night. And then I think a week or two later I saw him do it and it was fully formed and that's when I realized that people work this shit out. It's fun, huh? When you get to, it's fun when you get to watch the process or Fuck the progress him. of the joke. Russell Peters is probably the fucking master craftsman of doing that shit. I watched this man for a weekend, like double shows. Start like basically build a whole new hour. Yeah. Like he came because we we were his first stop on tour right after his special came out. Right here at the Ontario Improv? Yeah. And, um, he, dude, he fucking, like, legit created an entire hour special in that weekend. And, like, huh. the first night, it was like, all right, that was funny, but it wasn't good. It was like, all right, like, that wasn't Russell Peters funny, yeah. really. And then, dude, by the last Sunday show, it was, the crowd was fucking on the floor. Jesus Christ, man. And that's how, that's kind of how, one of the reasons that I like, um, living out there just because like you can i can take like a like a premise and then i can hit like a couple mics in a night and then semi work it out you know what i mean yeah yeah like i don't i i actually don't even go out like every night anymore i just go out like four because like i'll just try to do twice you know what i mean 
every day, every time. By I the go way, on. it seemed like you, you've gotten a lot of exposure. I mean, you came back tonight. You had a whole different energy about you. It went great. Yeah, you had a good set. You've grown oh. a lot out there, man. Thank so you, man. It's cool, Appreciate man. Appreciate it. Yeah, oh. dude. I remember. Yeah, watching. Yeah, talking about people develop shit. I didn't get to see that shit. But I remember seeing stand like live stand up before I, before I ever thinking about doing it. I remember seeing live stand up and seeing like Louis C.K. before he was like saw super him? big. Before yeah, nice. he got too big. Where did and you see fucking, him? Um, I want to say, fuck, I want to say it was like at the, I can't even remember where the fuck it was. I remember going with my brother. I think it was at the Ice House or something. It was just, it was a small little venue and he was just fucking great. Dude. It was when he was still doing like the material about his daughters. Oh yeah. And like, it was just, it was, and it was really good. I remember one of the times we went to go see him, uh, Michael Richards came out, dude. Oh, really? Like, yeah. It was just a random celebrity drop-in. So he came out fucking and did the Kramer, Kramer. bit. And it was before the whole what was it? When, What's his thing. act? What is his act? He basically was just out there, and he basically just acted like Kramer the whole time. For like but it was minutes, it was funny, though, minutes? dude. Like, I was fucking laughing. Like, he was doing jokes. Like, like, <laughs> like one of the jokes I remember, he was talking about, like, like dogs, like, barking <laughs> in the neighborhood. Like, I could just imagine, like, dogs just, just they're just actually just saying, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and just he did it in that just his energy, and it was just fucking hilarious. What do you think? Like, you, what do you, like two months later, the whole thing happened. Yeah, with I was him. gonna say, what do you think about that? Do you do you defend him or do you? I don't know. I can like I can I see like now doing comedy, I can see what he was trying to do, and but he's a fucking dumbass. Like, yeah. dude, no, you <laughs> yeah. don't do that. Like. He, he was like losing him, so you're trying to do something that you had to push the envelope. But dude, no, you don't fucking right yeah, you start. don't say that shit like. Alec, how do you it's feel about this? Alex Black, so I feel like I, I have to. He's like the black. Honestly, I don't know the details of the situation. I don't really give a fuck. But like, uh, you, you don't know uh, you. I guess people would assume that you would just be like, ah, I'm not into it. Cause, yeah, because of what he was, because of what he was saying. Yeah, but it's like, also no, you shouldn't like if you're gonna if unless you have it in some super genius way yeah about it like you just you just shouldn't yeah and you have to be punching up yeah at it like you can't be putting them down in any way right but it's like at the end of the day it's not worth it yeah like it's yeah. not worth the the it's not worth jeopardizing your fucking career because like yeah. he's he's coming back now but that man was hurt right. for a minute right. and i liked kramer <laughs> when I heard about that happening, like, when, I, when I heard like it all go down, like I felt bad for him first because I was like, "What? I just saw him. Like he was funny, man. Why weren't they paying attention?" And then like then I heard what actually happened. And I was like, "Oh, yeah, no, he shouldn't have fucking." Basically, what like uh, he was doing his set, and I guess it was a black two black dudes in the back that were just talking, like, just like not paying attention, and he was getting annoyed by it, and I guess he tried to say something a couple of times. But it just like they weren't, they weren't, they didn't give a fuck. So eventually, yeah, he went and he started saying like, you know, if this is a uh, freaking like, I think it's like 50 years ago, like we would have had him up in the rafters with like a fork in their ass. He's like, yeah, he's like, yeah, that's right. I said it. They're a bunch of it. And he said the N word. He's like, he's like, yeah, yeah. You should have never gave them money. Yeah, dude. That and was the kicker. And then yeah, he, then he's just it was just like what? Never gave him money was the kicker. You said. And, and yeah, I remember that line specifically. And he was just wow. saying shit like yeah. He's like, well. And then he tried to like reason with. He's like, "Well, this offends you. You see, now you're paying attention." Blah blah blah. And it's like, "No, you fucking fucked up <laughs> at that point." Too, took it away too far. Yeah, I re I I retract my statement. <laughs> um, uh, that nigga fucked up. Like you, what's wrong with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I forget what podcast I heard this on, uh, but I heard an interview with Brian Scalaro, who I think has the best contribution to this story. And I guess like literally the day before. He was on an airplane with Kramer, uh, Michael Richards. I forget yeah, yeah. his Michael Richards, 
And uh, he was talking to him about how his career had kind of washed up. He wasn't sure what to do. So Brian Scalaro suggested that he go down to the Laugh Factory and try out a new material <laughs> and uh, try and do comedy. So he called up, um, I forget the guy that runs it, Jamie? Jamie, yeah. yeah. Jamie Masada? Yeah. Um, so he called him up, got Michael Richards' time, and uh, the rest is history. Jesus. Wow. I didn't know that. I didn't know I any did, of this. I did, yeah, that's, that's pretty funny. Like, that guy's to blame for the downfall of Michael Richards. <laughs> <laughs> that elevator pitch. <laughs> Trying to build him up. Yeah, like, man. Uh, he tore him down. Like, man. It's like pretty said, funny he, that he was like, try to go do new material, and he was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> like, he went straight for that. I guess he didn't go straight for that, but it's no, funny that that happened. Dude, it's pretty, it's it's fucked up. And like, yeah, no, there's no excuse for that shit, though. It's like, if you ever try to, like, it's one thing I've learned, because I, yeah, I do a lot of darker shit, like, yeah. it's got to be funnier than it is shocking. Like, yeah. whatever it is, like, they're saying, yeah, punt, like, aim high. Like, you know, fucking, yeah, p- punch up. And yeah, it's, yeah. Lesson learned <laughs> for, for him. <laughs> do, you, do you guys remember your worst bombing? Yeah, I remember my worst bombing. <laughs> it was uh, at the uh, at the VFW. It was uh, or it was with Tito. I think oh, I don't know if you on. were there that night. No, at the VFW in I think uh, San Bernardino area. Oh yeah, okay. I don't know if you were there that night I or not. I don't think I was. Um, but it was it was like an all older like senior citizen like black crowd, and I went out there doing my mortuary material, and it just fucking tanked so bad dude like one <laughs> lady was like, like what the fuck's he talking about and like it was just it was bad dude like and i realized like okay oh that's i, I, I fucked up that's when i kind of learned okay you got to read the room because like these are all older people like they're probably coming back from services you know earlier that week or something so so dude so I, felt, like, I realized now are dying all the time it, it was yeah and that's when i learned yeah okay read the room alec similar situation <laughs> um <laughs> Black crowd. What is it? So much bunch funny. of bunch of like yeah like church people and I think it was some kind of cancer benefit for somebody that had died. So it was a lot of like family members and shit. It was uh but it was a known spot at Raquel's. Oh yeah. Uh, and I went up there with like weed material. Like then my shit was more about weed than it is now. Like it was like. Most of my set was just weed jokes. Yeah. And um, they just weren't fucking feeling it. I think I had like one or two laughs. And Fuck. then, and then it just fucking went downhill from there. And I heard like a faint boo. Like, from oh. the back. I just heard like a. <laughs> like some old geriatric dude. And that's his last breath. He used to boo you. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh. Danny. Uh, hands down, I think. I mean, it all kind of blends together, but hands down, <laughs> which sticks out of my mind, is at the Marquee in San Bernardino. No, it was my first time being no, there. I, it, I wasn't there. there. I don't. I don't even work there. No, and uh, I just remember going up and nothing connected. There were about three conversations loudly going on purposely. <laughs> Wow, yeah. I was performing. <laughs> they did not give a fuck on purpose. No, and then the thing that like really got to me was like about halfway through my set, two tweaker-looking dudes walked in with a box that said Home Depot on it and proceeded to sell tools out of said box to people around the room. <laughs> and as soon as I got off, I remember <laughs> Tito saying these magical words. It was, uh, I told you it was hard. 
I told you, I told you it was hard. Yeah, that's that's the marquee, dude. Like, and that's that's not the worst thing that's happened. Like, that's that's, that's, that's a good that's a good night for you, actually, dude. Like, we've had some crazy shit happen at that bar. Oh, uh, one yeah. time, one time, me. Oh, uh, yeah, go on. That bar is fucking cursed. Yeah. I um <laughs> I got I got T bone leaving that shit. Oh shit! Like a year ago, I haven't been back since. I seen uh, me and Steven were out there one time. Uh, shout out Steven Espinosa. Um, <laughs> I was out there with him one day. And I forgot. I think Tito might have been there too. But we seen this girl like she was driving or she was walking up to her car with her other uh, female friend. Yeah. And then um, they were just arguing back and forth like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna drive. And she was like No, you're too fucked up to drive. You're too fucked up to drive. And then they actually got like into it. And oh, I think I was there. That you night. were there. They choked her out. Like, yeah. Oh, MMA status. Yeah, dude. And then after that, there was a knockout at the it other side of the parking out. lot. Yeah. yeah, dude, I'll never forget that. We were trying to back the car out. <laughs> yeah, and while the dude's head was behind the wheel. It was just so sudden. Like, they, they were just talking. We were in the car, like, and then suddenly, like, you just see just the dude just fall. Like, I, like, I don't know what the fuck happened. I guess he was talking shit, and the dude he was talking shit to just fucking just cold cocked him. Yeah. And he fucking knocked out, like, right by Steven <laughs> Espinosa's back tire. Yeah. So we're, like, yeah. trying to get the fuck out of there before the cops show up. But we can but back we, out. And it was so we're, like, he's literally just, like, Austin powering that shit, just like inching it here and out, trying to avoid running over his head. It was a great night. Beautiful San Bernardino. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, dude. We've had a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's not Tito choked the guy. Tito choked the guy there. Yeah. Now we got to. Now I got to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, so basically, allegedly, what happened was that uh, this guy was uh, two. We were doing. It was the book show. There was an, an audience member that was at the bar that was just there drinking. I guess he was getting way too drunk, so the bartender was cutting him off. And so he started getting all belligerent. Like, what do you mean? Like, I'm here to drink. I don't give a fuck about this comedy. Like, he started getting too loud. And so, like, Tito, like, went over there and was like, hey, man, is there a problem? And I guess he turned around and Tito was like, what are you going to do? And, like, and I guess started pushing Tito. And I guess, like, he spit in Tito's face. Oh, shit. And then, like, fucking after spitting in his face, like, he just goes and sits back down and, like, he's going to go back to drinking. Like, nothing happened. Yeah. And, like, at that point, that's when everyone turned to look and they just <laughs> see, see Tito choke this old man <laughs> out from behind because he's like, they didn't see the, the you know, Tito getting spit in the face. They just see Tito choking this old man, and everyone's freaking out, like, "Oh my god!" And like Tito, like, like sees the horrid look on everyone's <laughs> face, and he, and he like just he lets the the chokehold go, and he just so he just kind of grabs the guy very roughly from the back. He's like, "Yeah, he's all right, he's all right." And then he just he proceeds to just fucking push him outside. Man, it was yeah, alle- allegedly, allegedly. Oh, that, oh, that he's all right. He's all right. I slugged him in the face too. It was yeah. It was a fun night. It was a yeah, fun. You night. don't you don't allegedly spit in the Guatemalan's face. <laughs> That's what I've learned over my twenty. And then years. turn your back to him immediately. Yeah, like, yeah just, Why would no, you do don't that? spit in the drunkenly? Yeah, it's just man. That guy was just asking for it. Have you guys allegedly. ever? <laughs> have you guys ever uh, came to like? It doesn't have to be necessarily on stage, but have it? Has there ever been a time where? You would say you took a joke too far, so far in fact that like somebody like attacked you over it, like somebody wanted to fight you because you said something. I have not, but I've seen that happen plenty <laughs> of times. So like I've learned to not let that happen, dude. But like not even on stage, just like in your own personal life, because I can't. Like if there's a good joke, I'm gonna go for it, even my per- in my personal life, and you know what I mean. And sometimes people get really butthurt. I. I tend to know people enough to where, like, I wouldn't, uh, you know, if I know them enough, then, then they know them. Like, I built up enough good karma credit points with them <laughs> to where uh, if I say something, they're like, eh, it was just one, you know? But, dude, yeah, no, I wouldn't do that with a complete stranger. Cause, oh, yeah, yeah, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I do. I have a problem. <laughs> Danny? Uh, not 
really anything comes to mind, but I do remember making a joke in nursing school, and I don't even remember what it was about. In nursing school? Yeah, I'm a nurse. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought, like, what? No. Nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nursing school is a fancy word for preschool. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, when I was in school, though, I don't know what I said, really, because it just was something that, you know, naturally came off my tongue. But after I had said it, about two well, minutes went like by. There's a dog. And someone roof. came up to me and said, uh, you know, that thing you said was really mean. Really mean. And I was like, oh, thank you. Like I it really being... affected them in their soul? Yeah, I thought I was being sarcastic. <laughs> they had but to they were, church because of it? They were a little disturbed because but, of whatever I said. I And I don't even but, know what I said. But they didn't, like, attack you or start crying? No, but it felt like it could get to the point of tears. And the fucked up thing is I literally had no idea what I said. It just came off that naturally. Alec, you've ever you've ever had anybody like where you took it too far and you like almost got punched or attacked over it? No, I don't never like nobody ever really wants to attack me. Yeah. Um, I yeah, like I have like I have offended people. Like I I can think of a couple times where I've just like offended people to where they walk out or. Um, I accidentally got walk a venue out? shot. Yeah, that's like the worst. Where like they walk out, um, you walk a crowd. I accidentally got a venue shut down. I think. What? What do you mean? What <laughs> venue? <laughs> Allegedly, um, the Bear Claw. Oh shit! Up in oh, Crestline. I remember. Yeah, some like some. I was on that show with you. Yeah, you remember? Fucking boom! Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, apparently they fucking, like, complained about homophobic slurs or some shit, like, because the dude was, like, bitching, like, Gil overheard him talking shit Yeah. when I was, like, on stage and off stage about me being homophobic or whatever, because I called him, what did I say? I mean, I, I just, oh, I said, like, he, I was like, I don't know if you have a gay lisp or it's a southern accent. Yeah, and I remember it getting a laugh, you know what I mean? Yeah, it got I a remember laugh. it not being even an issue until, like, the next morning. Yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. That And I guess because that guy was gay, which I should have known because he bought me a picture. You know what he I mean? He bought you a picture? <laughs> yeah. Bro. <laughs> he, was, he, was, he was trying to get you to pitch. I don't know. I just, I shared it with Tito and them. <laughs> You know, speaking of taking jokes too far, uh, that just reminded me of something. When I was younger, there was this kid on my block named Jason that was kind of a bully to me. He doesn't sound nice. Or Jason, I've never met a good Jason. Right, in my just, life. They're mischievous. They're just they're, they're the Jason. The they name. wear like those DVS shoes. That is a hundred percent accurate. Actually, <laughs> he did, and they were white. And <laughs> yeah, no, that's fucking dead on. Yeah, but I know. I, I, I remember know we were. Uh, <laughs> he does know his Jasons. <laughs> Yeah, what else do they also wear, Alec? SRH shirts and hats. Yeah, yeah. That is so fucking dead on. Would you, like would you say that lifted trucks also haunt you? I would say, yeah, at, at least fucking lifted trucks with the nuts on the on the fucking with the steel nuts. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, and and mind you, this is like a kid. So the lifted truck nuts <laughs> is like a personality. It's it like, really you know is. I mean? It totally it's like a personality. Is. <laughs> so anyways, tell us about this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I mean, getting back to the story, Jason was... Uh, it's me, him, and Matt Slayton, I believe, and we were playing Truth or Dare on our block because we didn't have anything else to do, and uh, I was known for being the brave kid and just being up for anything usually, you know, like putting my hand in a bucket of lizards or jumping off something cool. high. Where'd you get a... I never had a bucket of lizards in my you life. Never been? I like made a face like it also was weird. Where in the 
fuck? How the fuck? You guys have. Yes, we did. How? I can show you to this state. He used to li- he used to live in the movie Holes. <laughs> you guys have obviously never hung out in Orange Groves. I love that line. He used to live in the movie Holes. <laughs> no. Have you ever heard of such thing? A bucket of lizards? No. That sounds like a lot of fun, but no, I never had never experienced a bucket of lizards. Well, then maybe like he sounds aggressive. Lizards. He was an aggressive. Uh, he. He played aggressively as a child with lizard, <laughs> something like that. But no, uh, we were playing Truth or Dare, and it came time to do Dare, and I took Dare, of course, and he dared me to eat this dirt, and I was like, "Fuck it." Who hasn't eaten dirt? Dirt for sport. No, but so I, I grabbed the dirt and I put it in my mouth, and you know I didn't think it was that gross and about a minute later you were into it yeah a minute later i was smiling and they started busting up laughing and i later found out it was manure and these motherfuckers let me do it boy ate shit matt's i mean it's still technically dirt yeah and also it's not like right out of the butthole it's 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 not right out of the butthole it was very dry that's i don't know if that's better or worse i can't i don't know He's like, and it's dry? Damn. I imagine it's a lot like eating sand, <laughs> but, you know, way more disgusting. Uh, what's the what's the grossest shit you guys have done? Uh, Wait, I'm going I'm to get Alec. He looked like he knew something right off the top. He's ready. I, was, I used to do a lot of gross shit, bro. I, like, the first thing that came to mind, um, I fucking, my old neighbors, one night we were fucking drunk. Like, me and my friends were over, we were drunk. We got the homegirls fucking maxi pads and put, like, hot sauce and, like, just just anything that looked, like, fucking red. And we would, like, fucking throw it on our neighbor's windshield wiper and shit. And, like, so, like, they came out the next day and they just had tampons. Like, we went through a couple houses and just fucking slapped it on their windshield. <laughs> <laughs> pads? The pad, like, yeah, like, so people were just coming out and they had fucking maxi pads on their roof and shit. And I think, like, I think my brother or somebody got a fucking used one out of the trash and left that shit, like, and put it on somebody's door handle, yeah. Oh, man. See, like, that's, that's, like, one of the grossest shit he's ever done. And, like, as a kid, I did. I just took condoms, me and my brothers and my sister, and we just glued them and, like, put it all over the manager's doorknob from the apartment. (laughs) And we waited for him to get home and, like, touch it. You know what I mean? It was gross. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I can see I, I, you put it on the doorknob, too, the tampon. This is a classic child move. <laughs> would you do that again now? Absolutely. <laughs> I would. <laughs> classic. <laughs> classic. I don't know. Gross as shit. I remember when I was a kid, almost like like like, like uh, Danny here. I remember eating dirt. But that was like it wasn't too bad. It just it, like it was it was a thing to do when I was a kid. But almost like but, but more like what Alec was doing, being a dick. Like <laughs> I remember being a dick one time. Me and my buddy used to just drive around on the freeway sometimes, just fucking like drunk, and uh, oh. we would, we would like get sodas or whatever it is we had, and we would just chuck them at other cars as they were driving. Oh my dude, like, god! Just this total like just total fucking oh assholes. God. I know you, it was a total. Think, what do you guys move. think about this? The one time I got arrested was because someone was throwing water bottles at my car and ran me off the road. Fuck you, Juan. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> no, no, well, I he feel. did it. 
And now I feel even worse. Um, A, I think it's very dangerous. (laughs) B, I think you might have fucking thrown a soda at me once. (laughs) 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 Have you ever thrown sodas at people walking on the street? No, no, no. Oh, my God. Alec with a soda. Someone throw a soda. I've had somebody throw a taco at me one time, so I know the feeling. That seems like a racial thing. I know. No, it was crazy. It was delicious. My older brother, like my oldest brother, this nigga was built like a goddamn linebacker. Looked like a fucking predator. He was with me and like he took off on the bike and like chase after him. This nigga chased him for like three blocks. I don't even think he caught him. Damn. I was like, where are you going? I was like, nigga, they're in the car. You're not catching them. That's cool. When did it hit you? What the soda hit you? It hit like it didn't hit me directly. It fucking hit the curb like right in front of me and just splashed soda everywhere. I was so pissed. Yeah. So that's yeah. Easy. Now I feel good. Looking back, I'm like, yeah, I feel like a prick. Would I do it now? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I wouldn't like feel proud about it as I did then. Well, I wouldn't yeah. tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I think the worst thing I used to do was like, I would take valve stems out of people's car tires. Oh yeah, I like I didn't that. just let the air out. Like I would take the whole valve stem out and then just leave it in their tire. Like I would stick it in their tire tread. I remember high schoolers Why would doing you that. Do that. I don't, cause I was a piece of shit. Yeah. And what I did it to one house a few blocks away, and their car sat there for weeks on a flat tire. I used to take the little tips. From the just the, and I don't know why I just had a grip of them at the house. Yeah. <laughs> I never made. I never figured out how to make a profit out of it. <laughs> I don't think you can. <laughs> Daddy, what's the worst shit you've ever done? Uh, you know, it's the stupidest thing. And I used to not talk about it, but for you, I will. Uh, me and my friends may have allegedly murdered uprooted. Murdered a guy? No. Oh, <laughs> May have allegedly uprooted a bunch of mailboxes, maybe taken some mail, maybe yeah. thrown it out on the road, maybe torn up some checks. Uh, um, I'm not going to get into my age. Yeah, no, no, no. This was when I was definitely not 18. Definitely not 18. (laughs) Gonna say it one more time. I was definitely not 18. Um, And the only thing we returned were wedding invitations for some reason. I don't know why. That's that's a classy move. Yeah, he had a heart. I don't like it. You should have just gone all out. (laughs) You should have replied to all of them like, I'm not coming. Every single one. (laughs) That would have. Oh, wait. I thought of something else. Me and my friend. I just just want to say also one time. I was riding that a skateboard down this really hardcore hill, and you would just gain like hardcore speed, and um, I got pretty scared. I'm not gonna lie, I got scared, and I just caught onto this mailbox that was on the side of the street, and I completely ripped it off, and all the all their shit just went flying. And I was gonna go, I was gonna go back, and I just ended up just tossing it to the side and just forgetting about it. And I never, I never looked bad, back. So go. It's very confident. Mailbox saved Ernesto Ledesma's life, though. I don't know if it saved my life. Look where I am now, Juan. (laughs) What if it did this to me? (laughs) (laughs) No, the only other thing that came to mind, and I'll be real quick about it, was uh, me and my friend were walking once uh, near a park that was near a residential area, and we found, like, a report card that looks like it was tossed into the gutter, and it was not good. It was, like, all Ds, like someone was trying to hide it. Yeah, <laughs> but we found the address. Oh my god! And we returned that shit to the mailbox. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> really? That that's the nicest that thing he's ever done. That's awesome, dude! Like, dude, that is great. Yeah, you dude. should talk about that on stage. That's so weird. That is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I 
The fucked up thing is too, I think because it was all D's, we wrote A plus B equals C equals D for dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Can you imagine like the, the parent looking at that like, you see, they even wrote it out right there. You're <laughs> fucking dumb. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> what literally tell you? Um, were you guys the funny guys that in school? At all? Any of you guys? Or you were, excuse me, you were who? I was a nobody. Like, I didn't talk to nobody. Nobody knew who I was. I kept it myself. Yeah, I was like that also. Same here. I actually kind of drifted through group to group. It was always kind of with, like, one other person or by myself. And then I remember once when I was in creative writing, I said something once, and someone said, that sounded like a comedian. And then I never, ever heard that again for, like, yeah. years. I feel like, I feel like you went through a greaser phase. He did. He did. I just know he did. Did you? I like rockabilly, um, but not explicitly. I guess I've always been somewhat influenced by that. If you look at my grandpa, he looks like Roy Orbison to this day. Still wears like 1960s floor shine boots, has slacks, leather jackets, Hawaiian print shirts. Yeah, but he's not like a... He didn't go through a phase. That's just... He went through that time. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like that was always a big influence on my style. Up until a couple years ago, and he's like 84, he, every single month he would dye his hair jet black and do somewhat of a pompadour type thing. Nice. Oh, yeah. Juan, were you the funny kid in school? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I tried to be, but like especially grew, when I was a small kid, yeah, I remember like it being like in elementary, I was always trying to be the funny kid, and I kind of was. But as I got older, I kind of just, I, I just stopped, and I, I got really quiet. But I would eventually, I became like in high school, I was that kid who was always quiet, but every once in a while I'd open my mouth and say something, and, and it was, it was always like, oh shit, where did that come from? Like, so yeah, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> nice, nice. Where do, I'm just, I'm going to ask one more question, and I can let you guys go home. Uh, where do you guys want to be in your, what do you want out of this comedy thing? Um, to be able to live comfortably and not have to work a day job. Also, I just want to travel. Like, I want to travel with this shit. Go on tours. Actual tours. Not, like, a fucking bunch of open mics out of town. But, like, but like an actual fucking book tour. Like, yeah. I want to fucking tour the goddamn world. Wow. Top of the world, Craig! You think, you think you've accomplished that a little bit so far or not? Um, I mean, slight. Nah, not really. I mean, I've performed in, like, Wisconsin. <laughs> <laughs> But nah, I mean, I feel like it's it's definitely achievable. Yeah, I feel like I can, but I'm not there yet. I got a long ways to go. Touring. What about you, Juan? I think I'm kind of in the same boat. I would like to be able to travel, just with it, and just like have it, like just it, not spend any personal money. Just like, oh, I got you know, I made just enough to break even. Even like that'd be fucking dope, dude. Oh yeah. I when it comes to like I don't know too. professionally, like in the future, dude. I don't know. I. I I think I'd like it, but at the same point, I honestly, I enjoy doing the mortuary shit, dude. So I don't know if I would ever want to full quit that to do this full yeah. time. Like, I don't know. That's that's a big, but I guess, I, yeah, I think I would because it's just fucking, it's comedy. Fuck yeah, I would love to, but I guess I'm just realistic. I don't know. Yeah. You think it's scary to just like yeah. make that like l like last jump, I guess, where you're I, just yeah, like, I fuck it, I'm only going to do stand up. I think that is terrifying, dude. I think that like that that's a huge step to be able to fucking just like all right let's see what the fucking comes of it. I, I don't know maybe yeah maybe I should just fucking just try it just fuck it dude. Just no. Um. Yeah. <laughs> Danny, you're nine months in, but what do you what do you want out of this? Ultimately, everything they said is great. 
but to put it in even more simple terms like i want to be good at this one day i want to be good at my craft but i want to get to a point where i just have the freedom to do and make and go and just the freedom to do and make whatever i want nice i feel like i feel like that seems like something that everybody's kind of chasing is like freedom and yeah. then just to be able to travel yeah. you yeah. know and do all it all right um like i want the freedom to get away with a crime for 40 plus years <laughs> but i don't want to be fa- like i don't want it to be hugely famous yeah all right yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what I want. I just want white privilege. Just, <laughs> to get big just, enough to have white privilege a as a brown man. Yeah, just a taste of it, just for a little bit, you know. Like, I'm willing for the repercussions too, where it comes crashing down and I end up in prison, you know, for some fucked up shit. But I just want a taste of that white privilege. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth it. Nice. All right. So, where can people find you, you guys? You can find me at the morgue. You love the morgue. Right. Uh, now nah, you can find me at the marquee for the most part, or you can find me on uh, Instagram at or I'm at, at Juan underscore CS or on Facebook Juan CS. Juan underscore CS at Instagram, you guys. Danny, where can people find you, man? Um, gonna be having another show out in Long Beach, hopefully in next couple months. Here, still don't have an official date. I'm not gonna. I'll get back to you on that, but until then, find me on Instagram at Mercenary. It's at M-U-R-S-E-N-A-R-Y. There you go. Alec. Um, find me on Facebook, Alec Damani. That's D-A-M-A-N-I. Or on Instagram is your mom's favorite black guy. All one word, no spaces, no caps. Um, Ontario Improv, Wednesday, October 10th, 8 p.m. Temecula at the Shamrock on the 16th. Holla at your boy. There it is, you guys. Support these guys. Follow them. Like, you know, just keep supporting. Watch one of their live shows. Is really what it's all about. These comics they put on a lot on the line for you guys, and they just uh, Alec wants to say something else. Yeah, I forgot. I also have a podcast called Aaron and Alec Argue on Podbean. Oh yeah, uh, check that out. Cool. Check that out, you guys, and uh, check them out, you guys, and keep. Uh, listening to this you guys are awesome i've gotten pretty good responses and uh if you listen to this if anything that they said sounded compelling to you or you're super relatable to you in some manner um find these guys and just hit them up and let them know you enjoyed the episode you guys uh that's gonna be for me i'm Ernesto Ledesma, and that was who's that cat <laughs>